Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everybody. This is Kim here, and welcome to Bravo East Coast Housewives. And you know what? It's a Monday. There's a lot of stuff going on in the Bravo world. Reunions coming up. Uh, new shows a brewing. Some premieres. So why don't we just get right to it and do what the Bravo? Alrighty, guys. What the Bravo? Now, mind you, people. I'm sitting here chilling in the home studio of my parents' house. Yes. And, you know, I got my M&Ms going, popping them in, you know, getting my sugar. Uh, yes. So, what the bravo. Let's just be real. Got some reunions coming up. Tonight, we have Below Deck Sailing Yacht Reunion of course, virtually, yes, like they did for Atlanta, like they're going to do for uh, Vanderpump Rules, all that good stuff. So with Below Deck Sailing Yacht, we will find out. And I really want to know because, like I said before previously, I haven't been the biggest Below Decky fan, yes. However, Bravo, this whole past week, and I'm sure if you've been watching it, you've seen it. Whether you watched it or not, that's up to you. I have no idea. But I know for me, since my mom is a huge fan of Below Deck, she was watching that. And you know, the one time that I told you guys that I was watching a little bit of it with Kate Chastain coming in, doing her little remarks on the bottom left-hand uh, side of the screen, kind of doing her commentary of the, of the episodes that she's been on, I thought the bitch was funny. I liked her. So I was like, okay, mom, if you're going to watch this, maybe I'll watch it too. I have to say, the thing that I did with my mama... She's kind of into Southern Charm now because I watched it and she was just there. So she's like, okay, I'll watch it. She kind of likes it. And I'm not going to lie. Like, I, I don't I don't hate it. And I, yeah, Below Deck Med, Hannah, Hannah, June. Uh, yeah, June, June, Hannah. I actually know what that means now because before I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, I don't even understand. Like, this is ridiculous. But you know what? I might be hooked now. I don't know. It's definitely not going to be like a housewives thing for me whatsoever, but I respect it. So below deck peeps, I respect you and your work is fucking hard. I would never be able to do that. So y'all are kicking it and doing some good shit and damn some of your clients though. Oh, some of them are annoying as fuck. So yeah, below deck sailing yacht on tonight before we have the season premiere of below deck Mediterranean with Captain Sandy and Hannah as the chiefs do. I do want to know if Jenna and Adam are back together with Below Deck Sailing Yacht with the reunion. I want to know if they're together. I also am curious, did that threesome with Paget, Georgia, and Sierra ever happen? I'm curious. We obviously heard that they were talking about it all the time, or at least Georgia was. Like, she was totally down to do it. And also, my thoughts, she's got a kick-ass voice. So, uh, Georgia, get off the sailing yacht and fucking do your music career because you got talent and I think your voice is amazing. And surprisingly, I thought Jenna's voice was pretty good too, and she can play guitar. So, they have a pretty talented crew. But I want to know, Adam, Jenna, are you guys together? Paget, Sierra, Georgia, did you guys hook up? We'll find out tonight. So Watch What Happens Live at Home with Andy is returning in June, June 8th, I believe. So they're taking a little bit of a break. And yeah, so I'm looking forward for whenever that show comes back on. I think that'll be great. 
Now, if we transition to my beautiful New York City housewife, Dorinda Medley, I found this out by one of the reality uh, websites and I was reading it and I was like, ooh, this is pretty tasty and juicy and I need to talk about it. So obviously I'm here to talk about this previous episode of The Housewives whenever uh, I think the title of the episode actually was Hurricane Leah. So we will definitely get into that shit because it was a shit storm and it was so intense. But Dorinda, she is hitting Instagram and Twitter and all this kind of stuff. She is saying that Tinsley, our girl Tinsley, has blocked her on Instagram because when Dorinda did this promo ad for the episode, for this past episode that just happened, the Hurricane Leah, I guess Dorinda didn't tag Tinsley. So Tinsley got all upset and butthurt about it. So she just, you know, did the elementary thing and I'm going to block you. So she blocked Dorinda. And, you know, I don't know if that was cool, but obviously, too, it wasn't really cool to not include her on the post. And some fans took to Instagram and said that to her. And then Dorinda, she didn't fire back. She just said to them that she's blocked. So she wouldn't even be able to put her in the post anyway. So my question is, did Tinsley block her before the post was put up? Or did Tinsley block her after she saw that the post was put up and she wasn't included? That is a mystery that I do not know. But that is what's going on. The Instagram world, Tinsley has blocked Dorinda. Now, Dorinda went to Twitter and said a bunch of shit about uh, Ramona because Ramona is an interesting person. She really doesn't, she's kind of like Kelly Dodd. She doesn't really think before she speaks. And some of the things that she says is just really, really hurtful. The difference with her and Kelly Dodd, I think, is sometimes I feel like Kelly Dodd is so reactive in the moment, I think she wants to hurt you sometimes in the moment. But really, it's hard to explain. I really don't think either of the women think before they speak. But I think there's maybe a little bit more intent on Kelly Dodd's side than Ramona. I think she's just as clueless as what she says when she says it and doesn't realize it. At least with Kelly, she can process it later and say, wow, I really fucked up. And I don't think, I think Ramona can sort of do that, but sometimes I don't think she's fully self-aware. Where I think Kelly Dodd is a little bit more self-aware. Yeah, so that's my two cents. So Dorinda hits Twitter and she is addressing, she thinks it's crazy that Ramona is basically labeling Leah as an alcoholic because of this episode. She kind of has a little too much to drink, whatever, but there's a reason of why she is acting that way and she says it in the episode but Dorinda is addressing Ramona for labeling Leah as an alcoholic and also says that Ramona does not respect death meaning her whole grief with Richard so she goes to Twitter and she says yes calling a person an alcoholic is major and irresponsible so Dorinda's just kind of irritated by Ramona's behavior which rightfully so I totally get it she says some shit that's messed up I even remember well obviously let's just go back whenever she said would you be upset if John took girls numbers whenever Dorinda was still with him of course she would be upset but why would you even say that just like Dorinda said also I do remember she said something about Dennis 
whenever we found out that he committed suicide. That was Bethany's on and off uh, again boyfriend. And I do remember Ramona said something about him being a drug addict or something, but it was definitely not a nice thing to say. And I think it was either Sonia that was around there that made this face and was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, that is some messed up shit. Ramona needs to not say stupid shit because all of that stuff was stupid and it was unnecessary, uncalled for. And, you know, Dorinda just is kind of fed up with that shit, which I totally get. So that's what she was taking on to Twitter and Instagram with all of that stuff. Pretty intense. Um, so now let's go to the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. This upcoming Wednesday, we're going to see Denise and Aaron walk off. I think they might be at Kyle's house. I can't really remember from the previews, but they're walking off. Denise says to Aaron, don't say a fucking word. We're still on camera. Don't say it. So obviously that teaser is definitely coming into play from before the the season even started. So they're about to leave some sort of get together as usual whenever things seems like it's going to be fun. And then all of a sudden shit hits the fan and then the girls are yelling, da, 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 da. It's part of the show. That's why we love it. But anyways, so you see them leaving this little party. You know, the whole feud right now is Denise versus everyone for the most part. Maybe not Dorit. Maybe not. Well, Teddy, I don't know. I think I think she likes to start shit sometimes. I think Denise is just sort of fed up with the whole when they had a party at her house and all the girls came over and there was like a kid's table with her teenage daughters and the women were talking about threesomes, the adults, but then they're like, hey, Denise said we shouldn't be talking like this whenever we have children over there. And then Erica said something, well, if your kids don't know anything about threesomes, I'm sure they know a lot more than you think. That did not sit well, which I totally understand, but I really don't get why the women are making such a big thing about it to Denise and they're not being under Understanding, I am almost a thousand percent sure the majority of them, Kyle especially, I'm pretty sure if Kyle had people over at her house and her teenage daughters, well, especially the smallest one, what is it, Portia, I think her, her younger daughter is, and if they were talking about threesomes, you know that she would have a goddamn fit about it. I just know it, especially she is the most emotional one out of all of them in the first place. She would have a huge problem, so I don't really understand why she's being a hypocrite and a bunch of these women are being on Denise about that shit. It's like, come on, man. If the shoe was on the other foot, you would feel the same way. Guarantee it. As a mother, and I'm not even a mom. That's just my own thoughts. I could be wrong, but that's just what I think. I think they're being a little bit too hard on Denise. I don't think she's being as judgy as everyone is saying that she is as far as, hey, you shouldn't be talking about this in front of my daughter, 15-year-old. Either way, it is just something that she wasn't comfortable with. Respect that, right? Respect that. You're at her home. Respect her wishes. If you don't want to, then you don't have to be there. So there you go. Now, let's go on to the main event. The main event. Let's get ready to rumble. Uh, uh. Okay, main event. As I said, the Bravo world named this episode Hurricane Leah. We will find out why. The girls are going to Newport. Ramona's like, let's go, girls. Let's go have some fun. I, I just I just want to have some girl time. I, I just I love my girlfriends. They're going to Newport, having a good time. Rhode Island, as I said before, you should check out Newport. It's very, very beautiful. So Dorinda ends up meeting them there, and she stays in this place called the Castle Hill Inn. That's where they're all staying. 
And she kind of mentions, hey, you know what? I stayed here with Richard back in the day. So there's all this memory of Richard again. This is definitely the the year where we see Dorinda really mourn the loss of Richard. And I don't know how long ago she's lost him, probably close to 10 years now. But um, we're definitely seeing the, the raw emotion from Dorinda and how she's coping and she's dealing with the grief. And I think she's just, and she even admitted it. She's kind of been putting it down below and she hasn't really faced it yet. So I think this is the season where we really, really see that. And it's very emotional. So you see the girls coming to Castle Inn. Elise is again on the show. She's definitely, I think she's trying to be the Barbara. And I say that all the time. You know that I got me some love for Barbara. I know it, okay? Elise is there. I don't know if she's trying to be like the Camille of the group. Probably not. I just, I can't wait for Camille to come into the Beverly Hills Housewives as a friend, I'm excited to when I see that. Forget freaking Brandy Glanville. I could care less about that girl. She is boring as fuck to me. But anyways, back to Elise. She's back on the show. Okay, they're hanging. Leah's coming. She's not really, really in the mood for this girl's trip. She's upset about the PETA guy. First of all, PETA guy, who the hell are you? Why the heck are you sending a friend a naked picture of Leah that she sent you, first of all, but you're dumb as fuck enough to send it to Leah because you thought it was someone else. You are a dumb, idiotic person. And I think it's hilarious that you're dumb because you did something stupid. You also hurt Leah and that pisses me off. So I don't like you, dude. I don't like you, Mr. Peter man. So she's speaking about the PETA guy. They were supposed to have dinner plans after they had like cute flirtation, like, oh my God, intimate moments, but they didn't have sex, whatever. And they were supposed to go to dinner and she never heard from him. He never called her. He was being an asshole. Just not cool, PETA guy. Not cool. So she was upset about it. And she also said, I don't know, maybe he just didn't want to come because maybe he doesn't like me or maybe he likes guys. I don't know. But like, you can at least tell me what's going on. Silence says a lot of things. I don't like it. Be upfront. Be honest. Stop being a coward. Just do your thing and just say what you need to say. So she admits that she's not in a really good headspace going on this girl's trip. And for that, she starts the whole drinking thing. She just wants to let loose a little bit. And I think she just wants to forget some things, how she's feeling. She's feeling super emotional, very vulnerable at this point. She asks Ramona if her sister can come because we saw the last episode that she and her sister are very close. Leah just would feel more comfortable and probably it was, it's probably a comfort blanket and a safety blanket that she wanted her sister to come. So Ramona's like, yeah, sure. And then all of a sudden you see in the episode, oh, but no, 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 no. She, she, she can't come. She can't come. She can't come. You should, you should have asked me this forever ago. You should have been much more courteous of my time and you should have asked because we didn't prepare this and it wasn't a plus one for each girl anyways first of all please are you kidding me it's not that serious it's not that serious then Ramona's like no she can't come but then eventually they're like yes you can come so it's literally like (laughs) it's literally like someone trying to decide what they want uh, for breakfast or something. Especially if you're like at a buffet. You have waffles. You have French toast. Whatever. I want the waffles. Oh wait. No I don't. I want the French toast. No no no. I want the waffles. And I want the fr- Like holy shit. It's a buffet. Go get one. Go get the other. It's not that big of a thing. Everything will be fine. So let Leah's sister come to Rhode Island. Please. So as Leah getting drunk because of the PETA guy. She's really upset about how dick face he was. And just not a nice guy. She's upset about that. She's drinking her little sorrows away, uh, for the lack of a better term. But 
you have Ramona talking to Sonia about, oh, we, we have to tell Leah that we can't, we can't have her sister come. So they're all in that little scheme thing of not allowing her to come. Fast forward to the clam bake. Clam bake. Barbara, hello, honey. Barbara. Anyways, the clam bake Ramona has set. First of all, it looked beautiful. I mean, the, the area was so nice. The table and the chairs, like the nice little like curtains and stuff looked freaking gorgeous. They're at the clam bake, and I thought it was so cute. Ramona brings, like, a bunch of crowns for the girls because she just wants to celebrate her girlfriends because we've been through, like, so much. Love that. That was so cute. That was so Party City of her. I wonder if she got those at, like, the high-end Party City in New York. I'm sure that they have those. I'm not really sure because I don't live in New York. But I wonder, do they have a high-end Party City? Because those crowns did not look like they came from Party City. But maybe they did. Now I want to go to Party City. Now, Transitioning. Dorinda's trying to give a toast. She's not really able to do that because Leah is being a little obnoxious, let's say. As Erica Jane would state, when you're not drunk, let's just be honest, you get a little annoyed with the drunks. I think we've all been there. I think we've all done that. I think we know what she means. So Leah was demonstrating this behavior, and that's fine. We all do it. No judgment. That's just what was going on. Ramona is trying to monitor Leah by saying, no, you shouldn't drink that. And Leah's like, what the hell? You're not my mother. Like, I'm a grown-ass woman. I'm 40-some years old. Like, who are you to tell me what to do? Totally get it. I'm on Leah's side for sure. I can totally understand Ramona's point of view. She's looking after her. She's a little worried. Makes sense. So with that, because Leah's already charged up, she's getting charged up even more because Ramona's trying to control her and control the situation of what she's doing. Leah didn't like that. I don't blame her. But as Leah was making her scene and getting up off the, uh, getting up off her chair and just screaming like, oh my God, Sonia, love, Ramona, blah, blah, blah. You're not going to tell me that. I'm not going to disinvite my sister, blah, 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 blah. She's going crazy. Then you see Tinsley and Dorinda. Tinsley's coming over to Dorinda and she's trying to apologize and say, I know that you're going through a lot, blah, 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 blah. So you have them trying to have a nice peaceful moment. And then you have the, the wrath of Leah because of PETA guy. And she is just, there's like craziness going on on the left. And then there's like trying to be some lovey dovey stuff going on on the right. I mean, like I said, it's a shit show. It was crazy, crazy, but clearly even after that episode with Tinsley Dorinda, looks like that they were totally peaceful after that. Clearly, no, because Tinsley blocked her on Instagram. So I guess the feud is still going. Dueling Divas, of course. I also would like to go on and state, while you see Dorinda and Tinsley having their makeup moment, and you see Leah with Sonia and Ramona, because Sonia and Ramona are like, hey, we got to tell her that her sister can't come. Leah pulls the Bethany Frankel. Ugh! It is coming up. It's happened at least twice this season, and I am obsessed with it. I mean, literally, it is it is gold. It's good as gold. Sheena Shea, yes, yes, yes. Leah pulls the mention it all move. Bethany Frankel, you see her on the grass. Yes, legs up in the sky. Spread eagle, honey. Yes, mention it all. Bethany, I wish she came out of the bushes or something. Just said, surprise, we miss you. Oh, Bethany Frankel, love you. Bring back Bethany and bring back Barbara. Ah! But yes, Mention It All was there in full, full gear, and it was amazing. So that happened. That was just a fun note that I saw. I thought it was very interesting that Luann was basically saying to the girls that Leah needs some help because she says that that's not a normal way to behave, and like she's never acted that way when she drank. But seriously, Luann, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me, Bethany? 
Uh, we saw you fall in the bushes, honey. We saw you fall in the bushes. And you're saying that you never acted like that? Come on, Lou. Come on, Lou. So I thought that was very interesting of Luann to say that, especially when she just got done with the whole parole and all that kind of stuff. And she's like, cool now. I'm surprised that she would say that. I was a little disappointed in that. It was said. You can't take it back. It's out there. It's documented. Later, you see on in the episode, obviously Ramona's like, yes, Sarah can come. That's Leah's sister. Sarah can come. Oh, wait. No, she can't. Oh, wait. Yes, she can. Oh, wait. No, maybe not. I don't think so. She changed her mind like three different times. Oh, wait, your sister could come now. Like, come on. How old are we? That's some like elementary school shit. That was crazy. I thought that was nuts. Like, we're all grown women here, please. Come on. Come on. When all of this was going on, too, (laughs) this is another funny thing that I took note of. I would say majority of this episode, anytime that you went over to Sonia, she was always eating something. I think it happened at least three times, and I thought it was so fabulous. Whenever things were getting, like, tense and, like, things were being said or whatever, you just look at Sonia, and she was, like, eating something. She was making this face because she is, like, heavenly, and I love her, and it was just great. I mean, I wanted to eat with her. All that food looked good. I was like, damn. So the day after Hurricane Leah, the girls get together and I guess Leah's making it seem like nothing happened, but she really doesn't remember anything. But guess what? She's a tough ass bitch because she didn't even have a hangover. I mean, that is seriously impressive. I think she had three shots of vodka in that one drink. I mean, she is a badass. I don't think I could have three shots in a drink and not be hungover. Like that was, and I'm pretty sure that was not her only drink either. So Leah, damn, you definitely know how to control your alcohol. Like you definitely know how to, oof. And you're so tiny too. Ugh, crazy. She totally felt normal the next day. I thought it was pretty intense for Elise to say that Leah was definitely in need of an exorcism and she shouldn't have asked for her sister to come. Uh, and I'm like, What? Elise, first of all, you don't even know her. She doesn't even know you. You're super judgy. That's not cool. And give the girl a break. As Dorinda said, she's a single mother. She's like 20 years younger than them. She's still trying to figure shit out. Maybe support as opposed to bringing her down and trying to say that she needs an exorcism. Who are you? As Jax Taylor is going to say to Charlie, I'm pretty sure, stay in your lane, sweetheart. Stay in your lane. Now, with that, Leah kind of comes on the, not the defense, but she is saying in her little confessional that she thought she was in a safe space. First of all, we've seen all of these women go crazy. Like, they have gone cray-cray how many times? We just saw Sonya do it in the pumpkin patch episode, right? She was crazy and no one was coming down on her like they're doing that with Leah. Kind of a double standard, if you ask me. With Leah even saying that she felt like she was in a safe space, that should make the women feel good that she feels safe enough and she feels comfortable with them. And she's, let's just be real, she's still getting to know these women. I think it says a lot. She is opening herself up to these women she doesn't really know that well. She's getting to know them, but she feels, she felt comfortable to be her true self. Isn't that what being girlfriends is all about? Really, isn't that what being friends and family is about? being your true self we all want to be our true selves and I think it was a little unfair for Leah to get all the backlash from a lot of the women except for Dorinda Dorinda was definitely on her side 
it was sad to see that because they've all done that shit. And I don't know. I, I, I just didn't think it was really that fair for Leah. She definitely had another crazy moment at Ramona's house. But for them to go super hard on her for this, I don't know if that was necessary. Definitely be there for her, especially whenever she's saying that she's really upset about that dude. Lift her up. Don't bring her down. So whenever Leah was trying to apologize and take accountability, that's what that's the other thing I like about Leah. She takes accountability for her shit. Does Ramona? Not really. Let's just be real. Does Dorinda? Yes, I think she takes accountability for sure. So I did appreciate the fact that Leah was taking accountability for her actions and she apologized. So we see finally at the end of the episode that Ramona and Leah are exchanging a dialogue and I guess Leah saying, you know what, I can't change. I am who I am. And if you can't accept me, then maybe maybe we're not meant to be friends. And that's kind of where it's like the to be continued so we can see where the shit goes. Um, I guess Ramona wants Leah to change her attitude for her. Leah's saying, I don't really change for anyone. I like who I am. So we will see what happens. All I can say is ravioli. I'm probably going to have ravioli when I watch the episode, because Leah throws a ravioli, we're going to see who she ends up throwing it to. I thought it might have been Sonia, but like it happened so quickly. And I think that's probably why they edited it that way. So we don't really know. So it's either going to be Sonia accidentally or Ramona. So we'll see. But get your ravioli out, Chef Boyer D, and let's watch that shit. Alrighty, guys, it's come to that point where you have to do a quick pause for the cause. So I will see you in 30 or I'll see you in two. Okay, be right back. Alrighty, guys, we are back. So let's continue our dish with our New York gal pals. Dueling divas. Clearly, Dorinda and Tinsley, but not so much here because you saw them, you saw Tinsley trying to make a peace offering, but I guess current day they're not really at peace, but whatever. You do see Tinsley and Luann have a little thing. Luann was making fun of Tinsley for bringing a pillow on the trip, calling Tinsley a child. Really, that's like some slow baby little shade, so whatever, but it's like a tiny mini duel. Ramona and Leah are definitely the big ones, and Elise and Leah. So Leah was definitely the main, the main bitch, right? Bitch is in a good way, not a bad thing. So she's the main target for those two ladies. Ramona going after Leah, basically saying, you ruined the whole weekend, like what the hell? I've tried to make this fun and you just messed it up with your behavior. Ramona not allowing her sister to come on the trip and then allow and then not and just going back and forth with it. It's very juvenile. That could have been completely avoided if just bring your sister. Who cares? Bring her. It's not that big of a deal. That made everything escalate even more, which made the duel even deeper, right? Now with Elise and Leah, Elise saying that Leah needed that exorcism with her behavior, that was a little uncalled for. Actually, no, that was a lot uncalled for. That was just not cool. And Elise is kind of a bully. That's what I'm coming out to see. She's she's definitely she's definitely a bully. I don't like her. I'm not a fan. So Elise, stop being a bully. Don't put shit on Leah because she's cool and you're not. Yeah, so I think Elise is a bully. For her to look at Leah and say, well, you know, what if your daughter acted like that? First of all, never bring up kids. Have we not learned from all of the other housewives, even from the New York housewives, the Atlanta housewives, the Beverly Hills housewives? You don't bring up the kids. We're seeing that now with Beverly Hills. Denise, don't bring up the damn kids. So Elise did another wrong, brought up the kids, trying to talk to her about the behavior. 
unnecessary. Clearly, we know that Leah's behavior was not normal. She knows it. She's taking accountability. As Bethany would say, get off my jock. Let's go to Weekly Shade. So, Weekly Shade now. There are a few things. Obviously, Ramona throwing the shade about Leah being a recovering alcoholic, which really, she never was an alcoholic. She just chose herself to not drink for nine years. She didn't have an alcohol problem. She was just making that decision for herself. So with Ramona calling her a recovering alcoholic when she never was one, come on, Ramona. Not cool. So that's some not, not nice shade. Then this is cute shade thrown by Leah. Whenever Leah was talking to Ramona about everything with the sister and all that kind of stuff and her, Ramona trying to monitor her with her drinking, <laughs> Leah's like, yes, Ramona, and I understand. I respect my elders. I know that you're my elder. So like a slight little baby shot, but you know what? I think Ramona kind of deserved it. And who cares? If she's your elder, who cares? If you're older, who gives a shit? Are you still cool? Cool. Are you not? Then you're an asshole. Whatever. But it was cute shade. So go Leah. In Dorinda's confessional, it was great because Dorinda was expressing how Leah has a couple different personalities, right? She says, Leah, she's going from this end to the other end. She's like, hey, how you doing? And then the next she's like, ah! So that was Dorinda referring to Leah and her personality change from whenever she's a little bit intoxicated. But I thought it was great. And I have to say, I think I'm like that when I get a little drunky drunk. This was some not nice shade. Again, thrown by Elise. Stay in your lane, girl. She says to Leah, you you want to be the way that you acted last night, super duper drunk. You want to act like that? And then Leah's like, yeah, I, I want to live that way, but I want to be a little bit more contained, you know? And then Elise looks at her and she says, well, now can you can you see why guys might think that you're a crazy chick? First of all, Elise, who are you with? Are you with anyone? Because I don't think you are. Second of all, get out of her business. Stop being Judgy McJudgerson. Isn't that what Sonia said? Someone's, I, I have no idea. But she's judging. She's not being cool. So that was some not nice shade. And I didn't really, really, really like it. So I did respect the fact that Dorinda reacts to that. And she's going after Elise saying, hey, you know what? You're being so judgy around these girls. And you tell her that. Like, what the fuck? Dorinda was defending Leah, which I thought was great. I would have done that too. Elise, you're a guest of the show. You're not a main housewife. Know your part, right? As the new bosun for Below Deck Mediterranean, she says, what does she say? You have a female captain, a female chief stew, and a female bosun. Respect that. So Elise, your guest. Respect that. Woo-wee! Let's get to the quote of the week. Okay, so for the quote, there there are a few cute little things. Um, whenever the girls got to the, the Castle Hill Inn, Ramona, oh, what does she say? She's like the ca- ca- avocado or she said avocado not correctly and I thought it was hilarious. That was seasons past. But whenever they get to the Castle Hill Inn, Ramona looks at everything. She's like, holy sugaroo. That was cute. Where did that come from? That was so cute. But that's just Ramona Singer for you. And that's why we call her the Ramona Coaster. She's all over the motherfucking place. Again, another Ramona because she bought all of those crowns for the girls when she was waiting for everyone at the clam bake. She says, I bought us all crowns because we're all princesses that have deserved the stars in the sky. Oh, 
taken out of a beautiful Disney movie. Yes, yes, yes. Princesses all the way. Totally even more cute whenever Tinsley saw the crown. She's like, ah, can I have a crown? So Tinsley loved it. That was a beautiful moment. I really appreciated that. So cute. I also, I don't know. This is kind of a good quote for me, but it was from Luann. And it just reminds me of Sonia whenever... Well, I'll get there. When Luann says, leave the flowers alone, don't touch the flowers, because Leah was going crazy and all that stuff at that point. So whenever Lou said that, immediately in my mind, I just pictured Sonia with, don't touch the Morgan ladders. So if Sonia was drunk enough and she said that, she would probably say Lou's quote just like this. Leave the flowers alone. Don't touch the flowers. Mm-hmm. Love it. Lou, great quote. Beautiful. Yes, indeed. (laughs) A good one from Sonia was whenever she was talking about Leah with her going super crazy. And Sonia says, she may have a split personality. I've seen it on TV. Sonia is just, oh, that was, it was delightful. And I appreciated that. Great one from Luann as well when she looks at Leah and she says, these bitches aren't worth crying for. That's pretty intense, but like, I feel like all of them should say that to each other because they're all crying here or there. I don't know. Maybe not every episode, but like, you know that we've seen a fair share amount of cries. So apparently Lou's saying these bitches aren't worth crying for. Bam. So yeah, for the quote of the week for me, I would probably say it's leave the flowers alone. Don't touch the flowers because I just went back to Sonia saying don't touch the Morgan letters. And that was just a tremendous scene that will always be playing in my head because it was so golden. So yeah, don't touch the flowers. Alrighty, folks. So we have done it again. Another episode in the books. Listen, this stuff is great. I love the New York Housewives. Uh, Next week, I'm going to have two special guests on the show. And one of them is a huge, huge fan of Jersey. So I'm anxious to hear his thoughts about this past season because he refers to himself as the Joe Gorga or another Joe Gorga, which I am excited to talk to him about because Joe Gorga is fucking awesome. So there you go. Shout out to Joe. Okay. So yeah, tune in next week where I have two special guests coming in to talk about our housewives. And oh, I just want to know, did Max fuck Danica? What are your thoughts? We've had a dialogue already. Let me get more of your thoughts. Other people chime in. Everyone that I've been speaking to so far, thank you, thank you. Keep telling me your thoughts. Super excited. Watch Below Deck Med premiering tonight. Watch the reunion of Sailing Yacht just before Below Deck Med. Uh, Reunion Vanderpump Rules on Tuesday. Beverly Hills Wednesday. New York Ladies on Thursday. I hope you guys have a good week. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Be kind to one another, and we'll see you guys next week. Ta-ta. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. 
And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.